guys, it's the Lone Wolf here, and welcome to a bonus episode of the Lone Wolf Podcast. Because I do this now. I need monetization. I need monetization. So yeah, welcome to this very long it's gonna be a long but bonus episode of the Lone Wolf Podcast. Don't worry, this this week's episode will be completely different. Um might be informational, might be not. Um, but you know, I dedicated it to the king of Disney, Mickey Mouse. So enjoy that. Or um, if you can't wait for that, um, stay tuned for tomorrow's episode on the Lone Wolf Dormitory Podcast, where I talk about Mickey's um, part in the game of Twisted Wonderland. And might I say, I have thoughts on that. But we're not talking about Disney. We're not even talking about Mickey Mouse, even though his birthday is on Wednesday. Coincidence? No, yeah, it's a coincidence. Um, this episode, we're going to be talking about She Who Kills Monsters. If that was not that obvious enough um, concerning the last three episodes. Um, well, last week was my thoughts on, you know, having a conversation. But the week before that was about She Who Kills Monsters. And on the, I believe, October 29th. Yeah, the 29th, October 29th, Cadmon and Elijah were on to promote um, because I'm like, woohoo, I'm giving you guys free promo. So, yep. Um, yeah, that, no, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> um, so, before I actually start my review, um, warnings, if you will, disclaimers, if you will. Uh, well, um, for one thing, I'm gonna say spoilers, and I would say go watch the play, but you kind of can't, um, because how do I say it? I don't know where, I, unless you can find it on stage, but the plot will be a little bit different, um, because it was done online, so that's that, uh, what else do I have to say? Oh, yeah, I have gotten everyone's permission who is in the play for me to say their names. I'm aware privacy is a real thing. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they play this episode in class or, like, the day after even because I remember dramas in fourth period. The point is, um, I wouldn't be surprised if they play this in class one day and, you know, anticipate my commentary because I have a habit of complaining about things to the internet. So, yeah, to any drama kids who are out there, or more specifically, who was in the cast for both Thursdays, thursday and friday show know that you guys did absolutely well um i mean it didn't really help the fact that i was kind of obligated to do so <clears throat> i'll say no but uh yeah both shows were good but this is just my personal intake of these two shows and which show i prefer more because i do have a favorite so yeah so please anyone who's listening to this um if i do mention up their names um i did have their permission to do so um and even if i didn't i would just be using the names that have been in having a conversation because literally when i do having a conversation and i do mention a name um i can say their names because they've been on having a conversation and it's fine to do so so um yeah but relax i got everybody's permission everything will be fine um 
so don't bash on me on my social media of that because haha people get mad when privacy is a thing and i'm aware i'm still a newbie podcast but it doesn't hurt to treat this like a youtube video so with that being said um my review of she who kills monsters first off let's talk about thursday's show because i want to get this over with um as you can tell by my tone i did not like this show at all in my notes i gave it a 7.77 out of 10 um the 7.77 was just a nod to Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s which i will do an episode around jump festa which that's a whole other thing on its own but stay tuned for that or not um i do love Yu-Gi-Oh! um because i believe that this show Yu-Gi-Oh! is just like a toss and turn up and i'm like how do you not like this and then some people hate it but yeah i didn't like thursday's show by like point no two point no 2.23 percent of it or 20 point no wait what am i saying 2.763 percent of it i'm saying the math wrong don't at me um because okay the opening scene was just like no um so in the opening scene on thursday's show i see shirley aka agnes putting on makeup like normal cheerleaders would because woohoo faces are important for someone who doesn't wear makeup i cannot attest to that but with jillian's portrayal of tilius i see her taking a photo with a teddy bear and a polaroid my problems with that it does not feel right um because if you know the play or and since you guys are listening to this i'm pretty sure not knowing the play at all whatsoever tilius is a geek um which i'm just like i can attest well i can't attest to that but i can relate to that and i can assure you i don't think geeks take polaroids with teddy bears i don't think we do that and unless i'm wrong and unless you're a geek and also loves taking a polaroid with a teddy bear then that's fine that's really fine with you i'm not judging but to my understanding i don't think geeks do that um i don't think we take pictures with polaroids at all whatsoever because that's that's the definition of trendy and geeks normally don't do trendy well in my case i don't do trendy because i i seriously don't know how to use a polaroid let's be honest here i only have like one polaroid picture but someone took that picture for me so other than that it did it just did not feel right to me at all whatsoever um because you're taking a picture with a teddy bear and a polaroid that gets me upset um because when i think of tilly i think of a geek and more specifically um dragons and dungeons and dragons i'm so dumb dungeons and dragons so when i think of dungeons and dragons i think of a screen and i think of people reacting to them finally getting the kill that you know gets them to win to the next boss or the next quest if you will so how does that relate to dungeons and dragons it it kind of doesn't it really 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 doesn't like they you know in the in, even though they do different actions with agnes putting makeup and tilly 
in Thursday's case, taking a Polaroid picture with a teddy bear. Um, it it felt too. It felt like it 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 was in the same category, but not really too similar. But it was in the same category. Uh, Friday show, which I'll talk about in the next segment. Um, I liked it better because it was actually two different things. Um, which again, I will get more into that. But yeah, I hated the opening scene oh so much because of the teddy bear and the polaroid yeah unless you guys want to do that or unless you had like 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 i would buy just going on your phone because it said it took place in 2019 and 2019 had cell phones back then like i would have been bought if you had your phone specifically in landscape form because uh it's more space that way, in my in my opinion. Um, and if you play it in vertical form, it makes no sense at all. But like, if you like, if I if I see Tilly playing on her phone, playing Dungeons and Dragons with her phone on landscape, you know, like reacting to a kill, then I buy it. But I don't buy is someone taking a photo using a Polaroid and a teddy bear. That does not really define the word geek for me. In my opinion, like again, to any to any geeks out there who actually do like taking Polaroids with teddy bears, good for you. You do you. You can do whatever you want. It does not matter to me. I mean, you know, tag me if you actually do take Polaroids and teddy bears together. Tag me <laughs> with my Instagram down below. But in Tilly's case, I just don't think that associates with Tilly at all whatsoever and um i realized i spent like five minutes talking about the opening scene but that's just because i hate it so much because i feel like with the teddy bear and the polaroid it just does not suit her character at all whatsoever and i think you're breaking off character integrity that way now jillian is jillian she can do whatever she wants and she, for also a thing she already did this show so why am i complaining about it but like mm, I didn't like it at all. It's over. I did not like that acting choice of portrayal that you did, Jillian. But that's all I have to say on that. So yeah, other than me ranting about Polaroids and teddy bears, um, how was it from the actual stage and virtually? Um, as not everybody knows, I actually seen the high school version of this play at uh, Godina's High School last year back in uh, 2019 before COVID because this is what I get for not going to my school's homecoming game. Sorry, Sanana, but I'm not a football freak or geek or fan or whatever you guys want to address it. Um, I personally don't like sports. Um, it makes no sense to my brain, um, but surprisingly, theater does, and I was able to see it, and um, it was good. Uh, the projection of the school was kind of kind of weird, though. But I, I'll let that slide. I don't think Godinus people are ta- are even listening to my podcast anyway, so what's even the dang point? But uh, yeah, um, everything just made sense. But more personally, I liked the on-stage version better because you can actually see everything versus virtually, especially if you're doing on your phone via Zoom. Like, you have to, like, swipe back and forth. Um, Thankfully, I was using my computer, but surprisingly, on Friday, it 
I forgot to download Zoom because I had to do a MacBook spring cleaning because Apple sucks, man. I'll I'll complain about Apple in a future podcast. But the point is, um, yeah, so I was able to see everything on my computer, see everybody's faces and reactions and all that guts and glory. But I I just like it on stage better. Um, it actually in a way teleports you to D&D with all the setting and changes and whatever and virtually it was kind of kind of hard even though they did do their best to make sure that um you can tell they were in different places the real world and D&D world uh which um let me just address all that um it was complicated to figure out what the heck was going on with this play um even even on stage, I was like, wait, so what the heck is going on? Because Agnes, the haha protagonist of this play, uh, goes to D&D. Which I'm like, wait, is she actually playing the game D&D? Or she's actually reading it from her sister's notebook? And that part was confusing the whole time. And the fact that it was done virtually made it even more confusing for my little, little big brain. So, I say big brain because I know a ton of stuff. I mean, have you seen my podcast? I know a lot of stuff. So, with that being said, I was just like, uh, thank you for making it more confusing. But, fortunately, since I knew the story, I was like, okay, I, I kind of know what's going on now. Um, yeah, so... Uh, other than me hating on Jillian for kind of the acting choice in the beginning, um, Jillian's portrayal of Tilius was, uh, I give it about 80%. Um, and yes, that opening scene did play a contributing factor to it by a lot, by 20, 30%. But who's saying, right? Who's saying? I'm just, the, I'm just someone who loves talking about stuff on the internet. But, uh, yeah. So, um, it, it felt kind of a natural it it felt like it was not in her element at all whatsoever um and that's just the vibe i got from it like she was like being all heroic and whatever and i'm aware tilius the paladin is a heroic character but it felt like extra and that extra was kind of unnecessary it didn't feel natural for me um it felt like kind of out of their place and i'm aware virtual virtually Things are literally out of place here, but in a sense, in character development, I was just like, ah, I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that at all whatsoever. And with Agnes, too, with Shirley's portrayal of Agnes, again, it felt like, I wouldn't say out of place, but it didn't really get that comforting sister vibe that I ever got in, gotten it. If anything, Shirley felt more of the best friend that came from another mother but like you know still has been like your bestie since like day one sort of thing that's the sister vibe i got um which kind of like docks down points for me because i'm just i just felt kind of uncomfortable seeing shirley as agnes and i know a lot of people are gonna hate me on that drama kids but yeah i i wouldn't be surprised if drama kids all just cuddle up together in like one setting and i know that's kind of impossible with covid but like they got together did a zoom call without Schwain, decided hey let's listen to tammy's review of the of shiuko's monsters and her thoughts on it so yeah i wouldn't be surprised if they do that but i don't know shirley and uh, jillian's portrayal just felt just unnatural 
and I hated it because I'm like, this just feels really, really off for um, me. So, yeah, that's all I have to say on that. It just felt weird. It felt unnatural. It it wasn't convincing enough for me that they were actually Agnes and Tilly, um, respectively. So, uh, that's my thoughts on that. Vera is um, my favorite female character from Thursday. Um, and I'm not saying that because she's played by Alsana, who has been on here twice no three times who am i saying but yeah um because like it just felt like natural it felt like i'm seeing janice but in high school um which funny enough on thursday i literally had this song playing in my mind um i'd rather be me from mean girls um and i'm like yep dum, dum, yep yep Yep, I, I, I see the connection now. And because I've told her that uh, I think that Vera is very lesbian for Agnes because uh, you don't say my Agnes in a normal conversation unless you were dating her. So, and like, you know, she kind of agreed with me and I'm like, hey, do a Barrett Wilbert weed from Mean Girls that, oh, in the script, it's not saying anything, but like you can tell she's a freaking lesbian for... um. Agnes, or in Janice's case, Regina George. So, which, by the way, she liked it, and I'm like, hey, let's go. But, yeah, Vera was, like, my favorite female character ever. Um, Elijah's portrayal of Miles, and I know for a fact he will be listening to this, so. Hey, Elijah, how's it going? Um, I kind of did not buy the football geek at all. Not the football geek. The football look at all whatsoever. Um... And I'm aware you don't have it. I mean, for one thing, you weren't really wearing football gear, so that did not help at all whatsoever. Or you didn't wear like any sports themes, you just wore a polo shirt. And then when you were in barbarian mode, you were wearing sunglasses. Other than limited resources aside, it, it did not convince me at all whatsoever. Um, the whole play itself was just not convincing for me, and I just, again, rated 7.77 out of 10, uh, because it just was not convincing for me. Like, I didn't believe that these were actually characters. They were, like, I didn't convince, I wasn't convinced that they were real people. I was convinced, oh, they're just people being portrayed by other people versus actual characters that I, I wouldn't actually mistake them for real life. But yeah. So, Elijah, your portrayal of Miles was just not convincing enough for me to uh, to believe that you were a football jock. Um, I'm aware people said, oh, you actually did good on Thursday. But for me, other than, yeah, you had your lines down. Everything was okay. You got your timing right. But I was just not convinced as you as a football player, even though you are a freaking football player. The, the costumes that you wore and also the sunglasses did not help me out whatsoever when you were a barbaric gelatin so what well, just more the gelatin shapeshifter but that's just my case on that um sound quality it really sucked um i gave it a six out of ten because it was lagging i didn't catch any of the words they were saying um Calliope, aka kim's mic on thursday was just bad and also i personally was just not convinced of her as Calliope at all whatsoever. Like, it looked like she was trying too hard, and I'm just like, why? But uh, Swain 
cast this like about i'm pretty sure like three months ago so what was even the point but yeah i did i just did not like i don't like calliope in general if i'm gonna be honest here she she reminds me of an npc that you can like or you know people in non-gaming worlds because i'm aware i am attracting all demographics here um which you know it's fine by me um npc non-playable character yeah, she felt like an NPC because, like, she just just gave me that vibe, like an AI vibe, and maybe I've been watching way too much Yu-Gi-Oh Sevens, and AI is like really, really prominent in Yu-Gi-Oh Sevens, and also I've been reading a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh Reigns fanfic lately, so maybe that's why I've been getting that vibe. But it 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 felt like she had no emotions at all whatsoever she just reminded me of yusaku but like an actual social dum-dum that you know like i wouldn't say dum-dum but like she did ask questions like only in only like the internet would answer like internet would ask you versus yusaku fujiki from Yu-Gi-Oh! reigns he literally does not know how to talk to people and i'm like boy you need therapy or at the very least get someone to like physically talk to you so there's that i will do another dedicated Yu-Gi-Oh episode one day for um jump fest up because like my the the my first one didn't go so well and i want to try to redo that one or at the very least put more information on it but uh yeah so calliope i don't like her character at all whatsoever um she just felt like an AI, or at the very least, the internet asking questions that made no sense at all whatsoever. Um, Orcus is a big fat mood, and I love Orcus because he's a slacker, and I believe at certain times, if it's not schoolwork that I'm slacking off, the podcast, I don't slack off because it's the podcast, and I care about monetization and bringing out content for you guys because quarantine sucks, so there's that. Um, the She-Devils, um, but yeah, Orcus is my mood, he's my big fat mood, I love, uh, Chris's portrayal of Orcus, I believed it was very, very convincing, and also him being, like, the lord of the underworld just made it even better with his costume, and I love it, and I also love the red backdrop, that, that was, that was, like, an added touch to that, um, she devils uh ooh, um evil tink and evil gabby aka bridge and liz um you guys' portrayals of the bullies were kind of expected um i didn't really expect anything extra from the bullies because you know they're bullies and they're kind of supposed to be one-dimensional and don't really serve a purpose other than bring more character backstory for the main character aka tilly aka julian for Thursday's case. But yeah, you guys did good at playing, portraying bullies, and the makeup was just perfect. Um, because, you know, she devils and bullies happen to be the same person, apparently. But the point is, you guys did really good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, even though the thing was expected, though. So, uh, yeah. Um, I give the show eight not eight seven point seven seven out of ten i give the sound quality a six out of ten um i hate the fact that assumptions are a thing because that did happen in this play um i do believe that friday's show kind of like handled it better but i will talk about it um but yeah like uh, the assumptions delivery was just like 
it was just not convincing. Thursday's show was just not that really, really, really convincing for me. Um, and the fact that I cannot relate to this play at all whatsoever does not help that contributing fact either. Um, because, like, here's the thing. I can't relate to this play at all, even if I've seen it multiple times i cannot relate to this play because um i don't my personal problem is not the lgbtq community um if everyone's asking my sexuality it's straight not proud of it whatsoever because you know it's not straight is literally the most common answer that uh a person can think of but being part of the LGBT community is not my problem. My problem is mental health, anxiety, and overthinking. Because I tend to do that. Literally ask Alsana she can vouch for that. And Dal. Yeah. So, um, yeah. My problem is overthinking. And I, it, it just did not relate to me at all whatsoever. Um, because, like... I, for a person who's struggling with mental health and anxiety and, you know, social anxiety and uh, overthinking, um, it, it, it did not really hit home for me at all whatsoever. This play could have affected someone else and totally have different opinions than me. But with that being said, um, if anybody who watched this play and absolutely loved it, let me know why you guys love She Who Kills Monsters. Please, let me know. But, uh, as for me, it, it just did not, it didn't really hit for me, um, because I can't relate to it. Like, the musical blocked that, uh, was, um, funny enough playing around Halloween weekend, uh, that I saw in the University of Northern Ohio, I saw it and immediately loved it, um, even if I had to wait about almost an hour for a plot, even though the musical was about an hour and I thought it was going to be two hours, but no, one hour was just dedicated to technical difficulties. Um, I loved Blocked because other than the fact that it's a musical, it's relatable because we're all struggling with quarantine, social distancing, online learning, which is killing me right now because like, I tend to overthink about things and the one of the main characters i believe it was uh shoot i forgot her name um anyway um one of the main characters from blocked suffers from panic attacks um even though that's kind of different than anxiety attacks um i i can't relate to blocked with her the art kid that's what I'm going to call her because I literally forgot the name. Sorry to anybody who was in the cast of Blocked on Halloween weekend. I am so sorry, but I forget literally everything. So, yeah, I can relate to her because I panic of what people say about me, what people think about me, if people are actually there for me. And I can relate to that. I couldn't relate at all to She Who Kills Monsters because it's not part of my problems of my daily life right now. Um, It... It, it may have affected someone else, but it didn't affect me. So, for that reason, that's why I'm giving it a 7.77 out of 10. Um, a good rating, hopefully. I really don't know who's listening to this right now. But, yeah, I was just like, yeah, 
good show but as for relatability for me personally and everybody i know can avouch to this this show wasn't personally for me i can't really relate coming out to the people that you know because obviously i'm straight i've said this already ak my sexuality isn't really a big deal but no that's all i have to say on that um wasn't relatable for me because my problems are life in life are overthinking social anxiety um people anxiety in general and overall mental health but yeah thursday show 7.77 out of 10 okay let's talk about friday's show because why the heck not um so obviously this is my favorite show out of thursdays and fridays because it's finally something different um so if you haven't seen it which i'm assuming that if you're listening to this you probably haven't or you know you're in the cast of it at some point or another um friday was my favorite show um it felt more natural per se um it didn't feel like it felt like oh i i could actually mistake karen as agnes um and obviously i hope she didn't mind that um but yeah like i was convinced that dal was actually tilly i was convinced that agnes was actually karen was actually agnes vera is obviously alsena but you know shway didn't really double cast the entire show he double casted uh half of the cast and some surprisingly they were important characters of the cast and i was just like okay i know this play isn't meant for double casted and i'm like really okay this better be good Twain. this better be good and i'm i think i'm allowed to say his name i mean he does have a public instagram so uh but uh yeah so um the obvious ones out of the way uh I forgot. I actually forgot about Chuck for a minute. Um, I anchor just loves giving me thirty minutes of talking, so there's that. But yeah, Chuck, um, standard typical geeky boy who gets nervous around girls because that's just how boys are. Let's just be honest there. Or men, I I don't care who you really. In- it doesn't really matter to me if you're interested in. Sorry if I assumed it the wrong way. If you are interested in men good for you if you're interested in anything else good for you but in chuck's case because let's just i'm just gonna assume he's a heterosexual guy um kind of typical kind of typical um in his behavior to meet agnes a pretty cheerleader who would never ever talk to him in a million years um figuratively speaking 30 days so um with that in mind yeah with chuck's um cadmill's portrayal of chuck very very convincing um no that's all i gotta say on that i mean the fact that his backdrop literally looked like oh he was streaming that made him even more convincing for me so that's that um did i talk about vera i'll say it again vera um as i as i mentioned before lesbian for agnes both shows um no i'm kidding but you know um with karen and vera karen and vera karen and alsena's um conversations during the show um it felt it was more convincing than her conversations with uh shirley 
um it didn't feel out of place um it felt natural it felt like oh like actual genuinely two friends having a conversation versus Shirley and um I'll say not it felt like out of their comfort zone and I'm aware Shirley was in France when uh she was doing the play and I'm like okay sure whatever it's fine but still it felt like it literally felt like it's out of their comfort zone and um which I got that vibe I don't know why um if I'm pretty sure if any again if anybody in the cast who um is listening right now I'm pretty sure they're gonna be like Tammy you're wrong and here's why so but yeah for me it felt like that um it felt just unnatural it felt like out of their comfort zone and I get that it was done online and again also Shirley was in another continent but still still though um yeah speaking of natural portrayals I love Dal as Tilly my favorite iteration by Tilly and I do dare say this Dal was better at playing Tilly than Jillian sorry not sorry that's just how my brain works because like for one thing she actually did something different than what Agnes would do like I'm pretty sure cleaning a dinosaur minifigure, or at least the way I saw it, Dal, please correct me if I'm wrong, um, is way different than taking a picture with a teddy bear and a Polaroid photo. Po- photo camera, Polaroid camera. See, I don't know anything. Okay, that's a lie. I do, I do know anything. Just not, just not TikTok trends, man. But the point is, I, I liked. Dallas portrayal of Tilly because it it felt way different um not different but like it felt right um because like I said before like with Thursday's show it felt like totally out of the box and not out of the box that sounds positive out of their comfort zone and it got it just gave me that vibe like they look they sound they it just feels uncomfortable for me. Like, their their deliveries and their portrayals and their actions that they've done. I don't know why that's so com- uncomfortable for me. So, but with Friday, I was like, okay, I'm actually convinced these can be real people if I want if I wanted to actually talk to them as, like, real people. But, um, yeah, and I think that's... I like Friday's show better. Um, if, I, if, if anybody has not guessed that already, I freaking love Friday's show because it felt comfortable it felt natural it felt in a way relatable um it 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 felt like i wasn't really seeing a play but i was seeing actual people in their actual lives which is weird because tilly is like presumably dead and then you know there's this avatar and whatever and all that stuff which speaking of D D, um Oh, oh no! Wait, I said this already about Calliope being a freaking NPC, and just the vibe that I got. Like I just got like oh an AI sort of thing, and I'm just like nah 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 nah. I I don't like this. Calliope is literally seriously my least favorite character ever, because like she literally brings nothing to the table, only than healing magic. But like as plot convenience, nothing. But whatever, it's fine. I didn't write the play. So that's that. And also, Friday's show, apparently, Alsena had an echo the whole time. Like, I know you were in your closet, Alsena, and I know you were wearing the exact same thing with the exact same headphones, but 
I got an echo for some reason. Explain that. <laughs> but yeah, and like, I mean, Calliope's um actress who is uh, da 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 da. My notes. Thank you. Um, Alejandra, Alejandra. People that I know are going to hate me because of pronunciation. Whoopee. No, um, other than me uh, making fun of myself because I'm prone to do that. Seriously, I'm literally prone to make fun of myself on the podcast. I just take Calliope out of every single means of my life. Like, like she doesn't really play a contributing factor for it. Like, I like Steve and Orcus, and they were meant to be, like, comic reliefs, and they just made the show better for me. But, like, I feel like without Calliope, unless Drama Kids will disagree with me, played no part at all whatsoever. And I know for a fact Drama Kids are gonna hate me for that, but that's just my... My thoughts on it. Um... So yeah, I mentioned Cadmill and his portrayal of Chuck is good, convincing, almost made me believe that he was actually a Twitch streamer. Um, Lilith, Lilith's portrayal of, well, Lilith's actor, actress, my bad, is played by Jolene. And um, if I haven't said this already, Thursday's show was played by Karen. Which of the two do I like better? I liked Karen's better. Um, I don't. I don't know why. I seriously don't know why. Um, I don't know. Like with Karen's portrayal of Lilith, it was really, really convincing for me, and that was like the only convincing part, other than Vera and Cad. Well, not well, not well. Alsena and Cad's portrayal of their characters. Um, Lilith, played by Karen, just made it more convincing and more. I wouldn't say natural. I would. I just say it's more convincing for me. Versus Jolene, 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 Jolene. I love Dolly Parton, but no, Jolene. And I'm so sorry if I haven't said this enough already. I'm sorry if I butchered your guys' names. That's it. I'm aware I'm gonna offend a lot of people here. So, yay! Love being aware for the internet. But yeah, I just love Karen's portrayal of Lilith better. And Lily, too, since they're technically alter egos and whatever. But I don't know why. I just like Karen's portrayal better by 0.5%. Jolene, Jolene was, again, pretty good. Um, But, like, that was kind of, like, a setback. A little setback for me. I just like Karen's portrayal of Lilith better. And Jolene, you really you did good playing Lily and Lilith technically but i just liked i just preferred karen's more um there's that caleb's portrayal of miles is again like it's surprisingly better um than elijah and i know elijah is going to be listening to this so um Elijah, I just did not buy the whole football vibe from you like you were literally wearing a polo shirt and then when you were like all jealous in mode you were just wearing sunglasses and i'm like i don't buy this at all whatsoever like thursday show i did not buy 80 percent of the characters in general um but yeah caleb i loved your portrayal of miles and the fact that you wore your uh football uniform just made it even better for me um because like he's a freaking football jock and he kind of doesn't really understand um 
like he doesn't understand uh social cues that well and uh, unfortunately that's kind of like the hysterical hysterical typical dog um i know for a fact a character from danny phantom which i will do a dedicated episode at some point ever um he played the typical freshman jock might i add you because ha 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 he's 14 and 15 i believe and like all of danny phantom takes place in one year and i'm like why butch Hartman? why i know i know why nickelodeon wants something new boy that would be fun to talk about later but the point is i liked miles's i like caleb's portrayal of miles better than elijah's portrayal of miles because of the football uniform and he just acted like a dumb jog and i know caleb is not dumb i'm gonna say it right now so that people and the cast won't mm, talk to me about why did you say things about me like i know you guys are dramatic but like calm down like like i don't want to do a dedicated podcast where i talk about my life struggles again okay so um yeah personally for me i just loved caleb's portrayal about the dumb jock and i know he's not dumb caleb you are not dumb at all whatsoever i just love your portrayal more than elijah's that's all um orcus um who for uh friday show was played by ivan and might i say um it honestly dude it kind of sounded you have no idea what you were saying um and you can debate with me in my social dms down below as for anybody who is listening to this episode right now i was kind of convinced that you kind of didn't know what you were saying um i've noticed that you were kind of stuttering in your lines a bit and um also uh you're pausing unnecessarily like you were pausing at wrong timing and wrong placing i'm not sure it was your wi-fi or anything for that matter or was it nerves and all that like i get it it's hard um being in an audience and i don't know your drama level status so please correct me if i say anything remotely wrong but um to my understanding or what i've saw i've seen um from friday i was kind of convinced you had no idea what you were doing um in your lane in your lines wise your facial expressions were good um they're they were kind of like uh out of place a little bit it kind of looked like you were kind of staring off into space for a little bit and um i have no idea what your circumstances are so again please talk to me with my social dms down below but it looked you were pausing at unnecessary times and your face kind of looked like you were like out of space like you were literally spacing off and all that and um and uh it just sounded like he had no idea what you were saying but you know orcus is a slacker so uh to the credit that that is Orcus. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't want to pay attention to what is surrounding him and all that. And I get that. But uh, that's just the vibe I got from you, um, Ivan. And if you want to do a private having a conversation again, contact me with my social medias down below. I do accept any forms of having a conversation because I need content and monetization. Um, yeah, so overall... I love Friday show. Um, do I love it better than Blocked? No. No. Um, Block is better. 
despite the fact that no one knows what I'm talking about. Um, Blocked is a musical written by uh, Ben Wexler, a John Larson and Lasseter recipient, so you know it's good. And it's about four teenagers living in social distancing times with Eastern Standard Time, might I add you? And that fact is so annoying because I'm like, get someone from California for crying out loud. But, you know, Eastern Time is whatever. It was taking place in Idaho, so like the actual University of Northern Ohio, and I get that, it's fine, but I love Blocked because it talks about um, people struggling um, in quarantine using the app Agora, aka the blue version of Twitch, so yeah, and like they're trying to like gain, it's like, yeah, it's between like YouTube and Twitch, and you don't need to raise money at all whatsoever, um, because like, um, like, uh, like, you're literally, like, talking to these people, well, some people, but, like, you're trying to find a chance to connect people, and, you know, trying to be yourself on Agora, which, please, someone, make Agora a real thing, please, I don't care if it's Microsoft, Apple, Google, Android, anybody, please make Agora a real thing, I, I would, I would be happily down to, uh, test it, so, yeah, so I I love Blocked better because of a character that I believe her name was, I think. Okay, it's not Emily. Uh, I'm too lazy to search up the cast list for Blocked. Just kidding. I am not lazy. <laughs> so while I'm doing that, um, yeah, I, I just like Blocked better because of the musical. Um... Yes, and the fact that it's also a musical played a small contributing factor. Um, but yeah, like the relatability would between um, the characters from Blocked versus the characters from She Who Kills Monsters, as previously mentioned before. I never really related to them at all whatsoever. I it wasn't um, the problems that I was struggling when watching the show didn't relate to the problems I'm dealing with right now, which is um, you know. There, she who kills monsters is about coming out to the people who care about LGBTQ, bullying, all that guts and glory using virtual cameras and whatever. Virtual cameras. Cameras aren't virtual. In virtual life, Zoom, whatever. But with Blocked, um... Oh, the girl's name is Nadia, lol. But, like, with, um, Nadia, um, with Blocked, it's talking in the struggles of, like, people, you know um using agora to connect with people and then sometimes you think that no one is there to support you at all whatsoever and nadia who's a character from blocked and please ben wexler i want to have a having a conversation with you please um nadia who suffers from panic attacks which i don't know why that reminded me of dal all of a sudden but it did um nadia who's an art student um she loves you know, doing art, but, you know, not, no one really shows up to Agora, and then, you know, like, she has these predictions of what if this, what if that, and suffers from panic attacks, so just an example of that, and that's the character, personally, for me, that I relate to the most from Blocked versus, you know, anybody from She Who Kills Monsters, because I can't relate to coming out to your family because again has mentioned many times before i am heterosexual and straight uh yeah so 
you know, stuff to consider like that. And I'm just like, uh, so yeah. But, um, Friday show could be matched up with blocked. Um, because like it just gave off that, uh, authenticity, if you will, not authenticity, like that comfort, if you will, like, oh, like I feel okay watching this versus Thursday's show. I feel like what the heck am I seeing? So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, complaints about the characters. Agnes has apparently no idea how usernames work. Yeah, so, um, for people who have no idea how to play mobile game at all whatsoever, or just, like, a game online, there's a such thing as usernames, where, uh, for one thing, you don't use your real name, because of privacy reasons, and, like, you know, with Tilius, like, you know, it's different from Tilly and all that, and, um, I guess she was in grief, but, like, does she have no idea what usernames work? Like, oh, come on! Um, it's, like, literally everything was online now. So there was that. And then the whole role play situation between Chuck and Agnes, I'm like, what the frick is going on here? Like, and that did not make sense to me at all when looking at it on stage because I'm like, you're seeing the actual character, but like, Chuck is also that character. It, it's complicated. I'm like, thank you for confusing me, um, Queen Nguyen, who is Vietnamese and a male and also writing for Ra- Raya. Raya? Raya? Yeah, it's Raya, because I blame the trailer. Raya and the Last Dragon. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so he's a writer for that, and I'm like, yes, finally the representation I need. Because Asian representation is still needed, okay? I don't care if Crazy Rich Asians was a thing. We need more Asian representation, and no, Mulan doesn't count. Um, But, yeah, so there's that uh miles is a barbarian for friday yeah it's but be- it, it, it was better um caleb actually did the extra effort and actually acting like a barbarian versus miles not miles they're both playing miles um elijah's portrayal as a barbarian was just it was awkward straight up awkward literally elijah you only wear sunglasses on caleb literally did an extra step and actually added the voice in and i'm like yeah, Caleb's was better, and I'm like, seriously, man, but, you know, to each their own, whatever acting choices you guys made, I don't judge, I only question them, that's it, uh, anything else that I missed, yeah, overall, I mean, I don't know why Friday's curtain call was better than Thursday's, um, I literally wrote that down as a last minute thing, um, it, it, it felt more, uh, it was better, um, because, like, oh, they're actually in their actual element and, you know, doing, like, I don't know why. I liked Agnes fighting with the sword versus Agnes putting on makeup and then hating on her sister. Even though the whole point of Shiyoko's monsters was to learn and discover her sister. I don't know. That was weird. Um, But, yeah. So, in terms of Friday show, I liked it. It was an 8 out of 10 matched blocks rating of 8 out of 10 for me. Um, can't get any higher than that. Thursday show was 7.77 because I'm just like, uh... so yeah. I mean, I liked it because again, it was just natural. It felt like an actual conversation. Like you're literally seeing real people versus Thursday show. It felt like, oh, they're portraying 
people. And also the opening scene about the Polaroid and Teddy Bear on Thursday just did not cut out for me what what at all whatsoever. I would oh I if anybody just wanted to give me a copy of the show, I would hands down say Friday because I'd rather see Karen slash Agnes putting on makeup and Dal slash Tilly cleaning a dinosaur figure better than Shirley putting makeup on Thursday show and then Jillian taking a photo with a teddy bear. Ugh. So yeah, that's my thoughts. Um, thank you. Well, not really. I literally had to do everything by myself and uh um thank you to the casts both casts of shield kills monsters for putting on this play and also charging it for free might i add i am seriously a broke student right now and i hate that fact so thank you for making it free um i mean to be fair i did give you guys free free promo so you know there's that um yeah Thank you to Swain for, you know, I mean, half of it, I'm pretty sure the whole process was like 50-50, but to Swain um, for actually letting the Zoom call actually possible, thank you for that. Thank you to the cast um, for putting on, the cast for putting on a great show. Um, Thank you to uh, Alsena, Cadmill, Elijah, and Caleb for being, well, Okay, not really Alsana because um, as previously mentioned before, she was supposed to do the takeover episode but uh, failed. So um, yeah, and it's already too late, Alsana. Don't bother giving me the audio anymore. But um, correction, thank you to Cadmill, Caleb, and Elijah for promoting she goes um monsters on the podcast. Well, I want to say you're welcome, but that that sounds weird. Um, so that's that. Um, thank you for letting us know about Shiokos Monsters um, and all that guts and glory. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, if anybody who's still listening right now uh, and have opinions about my thoughts on Shiokos Monsters, you can do so with my social DMs down below on Instagram at the underscore lone underscore nerd underscore 26 on Instagram. And if you want to do so on Twitter, you can do so at Lone Wolf Nerd on Twitter. Updates on the life, my podcasts, all that guts and glory, and um, social DMs, whatever the case may be. Questions, comments, concerns about the podcast or my hosting abilities in general. Um, email will be down below at wolfthelone90 at gmail.com. I do accept requests for having a conversation because I am desperate for content, and um, even if I do having com- having a conversation, knowing it's not a full time show, because as previously mentioned before, it is tough having a conversation. So, anything else that I'm missing? Um, voice messages won't be happening anymore. Uh, more importantly, because no one does them, so it's even the point of doing them. But uh, normally, I would be saying, send me a voice message that won't be the case anymore um yeah but if if you wanna if you guys want me if you guys want to send me an early birthday message that would be greatly appreciated or an ego boost or a surprise birthday podcasting episode or not i don't know i want i want i i want my quarantine thanksgiving slash birthday to be slightly better than all the other years i had it um 
what else am i missing oh yeah as previously mentioned before and we'll say it again the lone wolf dormitory podcast the podcast that i host another podcast that i've hosted um really 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 informational stuff um if you guys want to listen to me struggle about talking about disney twisted wonderland and maybe some anime maybe some disney whatever the case may be um yeah so if you guys want to listen to focus content and or have me background noise on a tuesday whatever you want to do the links to the lone wolf dormitory will be down below or just search up the words the lone wolf dormitory on apple spotify Castbox, google podcasts wherever you guys find podcasts that um please 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 listen to uh the lone wolf dormitory please i, I really want anchor to sponsor me because i need money so um yeah please listen to it and you know learn about a game that's only exclusive to japan that i have surprisingly have knowledge on i believe tomorrow's episode will be very very special for a very special reason um because you know a certain mouse's birthday is on november 28th and i just want to pay tribute to that so yep there's that uh again chiyoko's monsters good play good play done virtually Thank you for the cast that making it possible for me, um, even though I was kind of obligated to do so uh, by watching both shows, <clears throat> Alsena uh, and <clears throat> Cal. Uh, I did have fun watching it, and hopefully more plays and more shows to come. And with that being said, thank you for listening. Um, please stay safe out there. What am I saying? I will howl at you guys later. Please stay safe out there and thank you for enjoying slash listening to the bonus episode of the Lone Wolf Podcast.